0: Welcome to episode number 97, The Unknown.
1: This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We
0: hope you enjoy the views. Alright, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee-Velez. I am here with Goose, Heck, and Gabe. That's right, folks, the unknown. In this episode, the crew talks about their experiences with dealing with the unknown. We cover topics that range from the overall confidence we have, uncertainty, stress planning, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Aldeus Huxley and Tom Hanks, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Guys, don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. With that being said, we kick things off with a definition from dictionary.com, and we will be defining unknown. They define it as not known, not within the range of one's knowledge, experience, or understanding, strange, unfamiliar, not discovered, explored, identified, or ascertained. Wow. Um all of that. That's a lot of You're out of breath unknownly. Seriously. Um all right, so I grabbed the uh I guess an article from uh Tiny Buddha and they titled it Seven Ways to Deal with Uncertainty so you can help Seven Ways to Deal with Uncertainty so you can be happier and less anxious. Number 1, replace expectations with plans. Number 2, prepare for different possibilities. Number 3, become a feeling observer. Number four, get confident about your coping and adapting skills. Number five, use, utilize stress reduction techniques preemptively. Number six, focus on what you can control. And number seven, practice mindfulness. Um, all right. Uh, so I guess number one is is probably like one of the, I guess, not cliche, but it's definitely sure. one of the ones that we're, we always hear, you yeah. know, um, mm-hmm. practice or preparedness, the three P's. Yeah. Um, that that can definitely lead to, um, a reduction in stress, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but let's, let's see what they say. So it says, um, when you form expectations, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. You can guide your tomorrow, but you can't control the exact outcome. Hmm. If you expect the worst, you'll probably feel too negative and close-minded to notice and seize opportunities. Hmm. If you expect the best, you'll create a vision that's hard to live up to. Hmm. Instead of expecting the future to give you something specific, focus on what you'll do to create what you want to experience. Wow. Nice. Um, yeah. That reminded me of uh, Rob Dyrdek. Uh He says, one of his quotes is, make your own luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's his original quote, but he has it on T-shirts, like his mm-hmm. his brand DC. Um, he has it, you know, make your own luck everywhere, and 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 it's true. Um, I mean, yeah, they're playing both sides of the coin on that one, sure. but yeah, it, there, there's kind of going back to what we were saying last week with finding the balance or whatever. But it's true. Sometimes we we had a um, uh, we had a guy come in. Um, he, he was part of this Matthew Kelly dream manager thing um, and they're basically promoting on goal setting and all this other stuff Mm. and the one thing that drives me nuts is now mind you I was already in the personal development you know industry probably for about five years at this time Mm -hmm. so I've already I have well you know uh, versed in this kind of talks Mm -hmm. where they it's some people use trickery or they try Mm. to use like ignorance or I don't know what yeah, it is yeah. a lot of people aren't into personal development mm. so when you're first hit with personal development you don't realize it until like you kind of step you take a step back and you watch them do it they're a lot of their stuff is just fluff it's just crap sure. right mm-hmm. um so I watch this guy like try to tell you could put whatever you want on your list mm. you can write whatever dream big dream huge do this that is one of them I I now realize it's one of the most obnoxious things you can say it's like Yes, I, I believe that you should dream big, but you also there there are also it's it's almost like uh going back to, you know, the law of attraction where people's sure. like you 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 become what you think about and now you have people yeah. literally meditating in rooms trying to uh manifest a million dollars. It makes no sense. I mean, you're missing half of the equation. And so yes, it's dream big, but dream big for you, not dream big of what the problem is when someone says dream big, they think what the world is throwing at them is their also is also their dream. So a multi-million dollar house with seven garages and seven cars, like that fake, like weird thing, yeah. whatever that is, that's immediately I'm I'm yeah. I'm gonna say like ninety percent of people are like, Yeah, I want this, I want a beach house, I want this, I want that. It's like, dude, you went to straight materialistic. That's yeah, not what that's yeah. that's the missing thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you don't really realize that Because it uh, Most people That's the first time They ever heard someone Tell them dream big So it's good Because you need that You need some level of exposure
1: At the same time, That you can easily quantify
0: Materialistic
1: yes. items Unfortunately That's the, the biggest thing You can't Oh I want happiness Like you can't quantify that Unfortunately Yeah
0: But this guy And I know he was just trying to sell the product Or whatever But yeah. it, it just I don't know it was just like Stop the BS dude Like sure. come on so I raised my, I you know, I asked a question. Can I have a, I have a question? Can I have a question? He's like, yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. So I hit him with the, so what's too big? Like, what dream is too big? Yeah. To the point where now I overwhelmed myself thinking, I give this example and it's so annoying, but like if I said, you know, for my business to earn a million dollars by tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, well, there you go. It's exaggerated. I'm like, well, isn't what this guy's saying exaggerated? Because yeah, exactly. people then do stuff and say stuff like that. And the issue is now you have an expectation for this high, but in reality, are you going to back it up? If this is the first time you're actually goal setting and dream building, you should yeah live like have that in the back of your mind. Like I'll get there. But the biggest like suggestion is do something little first. Like sure. manifest something smaller first, and don't overwhelm yourself. See that it is possible. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where these guys are like, "Oh, yeah, I, I, I want, um, you know, I want to go on vacation for six months out of the year and work for six months out of a year. This year, <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, dude, that's called quitting your job, yeah. not working, and then finding a job six months later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you <laughs> exactly. can do it, but what's the re- what's the realness to that? You know what I mean? Exactly. What's the reality? Is that what's the repercussions to that? And I guess that that
1: that type of stuff like pulls people in the door just because it, it boils. What, it that type
0: of stuff to make plans of how you're actually going to do that. Right, that's that's my thing. Just throwing it out there and looking at it every single day. And yeah, that's fine, Danny. God, listen, I wrote my goals out every single day for over a year straight and hit none of them.
1: Because
0: <laughs> yeah. I didn't believe it. I, sure. it. I literally thought it was unattainable. I, even though I set them and I wrote them out every single day, I, could bring, I probably still have them out here somewhere. I, I have stacks and stacks of paper. I literally wrote out my goals every single day and repeated them so, and hit none of them. Because they were the most exaggerated things, mm-hmm. and I did not believe them.
1: Because that's the other end the coin—is being realistic with your your well, goals. That's it's what I'm saying. Tensions. So when
0: I say what's too big, that's what I'm saying. What's realistic? He didn't sure. have an answer. He's like, I don't know. He's like, that 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 that's a that's a that's a person to person thing. And it's such a classic, sure. you know, answer from yeah from like you know so uh, he, a so conman.
2: So basically, he's telling you to believe in yourself of these big dreams, when he knows.
0: And then he's also playing a card like, no one can tell you nope. what you're not capable of. So yeah. he wins. every His conversation will always win. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so kind of building off that, number two says, prepare for different possibilities. The most difficult part of uncertainty is the inability to plan and feel and control. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's a basic. I think that is the point of, you know, a lot of times people get anxious and have anxiety because... They don't feel that they can control a certain situation or sure. certain situations, um, and it just gets them anxious. Like, because now your mind is polluted with all the what ifs. Yeah, right. Okay, well, what if this happens? What if I lose my job? Then I lose my house. Then and, so, and then you went the, from the one wall. thing, yeah, calling out sick one day, to then all of a sudden so you're you know, homeless and you know everything went. You're to collecting home. on a plan or <laughs> You're yeah. home alone, but your thoughts. Yeah. That's the power of your mind though sure. The power of your mind is the same one That can give you the ability To start a multi-million dollar business And attain your Wildest dreams but at the same time It's the same one that could drive you crazy And literally to the borderline insanity sure. And cause stomach issues Relationship mm-hmm. issues Money, financial issues Spiritual issues Right? Education mm-hmm. and All this stuff it, That's how powerful the mind is Um, I don't know who said it, but someone said, you know, you could see the power of the mind when you walk into a psychiatric ward. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, people are doing or seeing things that aren't even necessarily there, but their mind is telling them that they are. Right? It's like this altered, you know, conscious state or whatever. Um, But preparing for different possibilities, that's the same as just being open to, you know, be open to... It not working out perfectly as you sure. say, um, and things going not going according to plan. Because sure, that's always the case.
1: Or the cliched version is like expect the unexpected. Right.
0: I don't think there's. I mean, unless you're like like a professional at it, or you got lucky, or you're really good with your finances. The, when you ever hear someone saying like when doing like a renovation to their house, anyone stayed on their budget before?
2: Sure. Never. Unless you're that good, like you said, unless very, you're good with, with money, yeah. right?
0: But, but it's rare. Like it, I'm not saying it's not possible, but it's it's very it's very rare because it's a hard thing to do. Because unexpected, the, the, I guess the 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 meaning of me bringing that up is like the unexpected will happen. Right. You'll open up the walls, and there's stuff there. There's mold that's that right. you didn't prepare for. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know you being prepared for different possibilities. That's why when you see these shows on yes. HGTV, they have a pocket of about ten grand. In these renovations for, for, you know, cushion in case something happens, in case they, you know, a pipe breaks or
1: whatever. You have to go deeper into whatever.
0: Exactly. Um, (laughs) number three, become a feeling observer. It isn't like uncertainty that bothers me. It's the tendency to get lost in my feelings about it. Um... So so, it's basically allowing yourself to go through the emotions and kind of see yourself go through it, but don't allow it to make don't make decisions off that just yet. Mm -hmm. Kind of observe it, feel it, and like okay, and then you can kind of step back and make a better uh, better decision. I think that's what that's saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, be an observer, a feeling observer.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a weird phrase. I was thinking like like you can observe the roller coaster, but don't jump on the roller coaster that you're gonna ride the emotions up and down.
0: That's true. And then you can also kind of play out scenarios in your head and see how you feel. Sure. Well, if this happened, you know, how would that... I guess that goes with,
1: like, having feedback and stuff, too. It's like you can kind of bounce those ideas and kind of see how you feel about certain situations.
0: That's true. And you know what's funny about that? I don't think that's one of them, and I think that's a huge... That's a huge point. Consultation. Sure. Consulting with someone who's already been there. Yeah. Or gone and, through. Oh, what that's what going I was through.
1: Actually, that's what I was thinking of. was experience. Like, like you said, you you don't, um, <laughs> you won't know exactly <laughs> like how much to prepare for unless you have that kind of, you know, exactly what you're preparing. But you, that kind exactly. of experience too. Like if you've done that so many times, you can kind of get an idea of what the extra leeway might be.
0: Gotcha. And you build off that. Yes. Got it. Um, number four get confident about your coping and adapting skills this isn't the same as expect the worst it's more about assuming yourself it's more about assuring yourself that you can handle any difficulty that might come Um, so it's kind of you know piggybacking off number three um, but it's also it adds in a very interesting word confident Um, a lot of unknown or a lot of things that we think will happen is because we're either not confident in ourselves uh, or in our abilities or obviously it's the clear uncertainty. We just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how you're going to perform. For example, if I were to give, if I never gave a speech in front of a thousand people and I'm going to tomorrow, I've scheduled a speech in front of a thousand people on stage. I don't know but if I'm confident in my ability, right, because the unknown is that I never experienced that in my life. Sure. But I can put confidence in myself knowing that I know what I'm going to talk about. I should be confident who I am. I'm going to be confident in my message. And I'm definitely going to um, you know, have an, a positive impact on these people. And if I can just, who cares what the result mm-hmm. actually is because my intentions are this, you can be okay with that. And you can still be okay with the unknown,
1: because the that at least counterbalances the the anxiety that comes with that, I guess. Yeah. Uh
0: does that make sense? Yes. It I it b- but there but there's also there's a confidence in your own game. Even if like I can't be confident in front of me standing in front of ten thousand or a thousand people because I never did it. How am I yeah, confident yeah. I never did? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm confident in my game. It's like Goose, Goose is a barber and he's cutting at this point, he's cutting a few celebrity hair. Uh, whatever. And then he's going to like another WrestleMania, and he's exposing himself. Is there the unknown? Is there uncertainty there? Of course. I don't know. You yeah. can speak on it, but like, there you don't know. Like you didn't experience. But he's confident in his skills enough to then execute this. Because right.
1: you maybe like if you haven't done a thousand people, but you at least have you done public speaking before, so you right. know how you, you can do that. Yeah. Right. Once
2: you get to a certain point, it's 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 the same thing. Is it? Sure. Is, like if you're speaking in front of a hundred people or a hundred thousand people, yeah. it starts to become the same like thing. You have the confidence if if you could do it in a decent sized crowd. Of course, you could do anything bigger than that.
1: Sure, absolutely.
2: So it's just same thing like me cutting hair. I if I'm if I can cut like anybody anyone's hair, the the janitor of a school, I can cut uh, any kind of celebrity. And so it's just I'm doing the same thing. It takes the same techniques and what I'm doing. It's just because the physical person's somewhat of a different importance doesn't mean I'm going to perform differently you should right. all be done the same way
0: yeah and kind of uh, going back to what you're saying before too with experience like now you know like there's some stuff that you didn't bring with you on the last trip like yeah. dang i yeah. should have brought that so yeah. this time i'm definitely bringing yeah, yeah. my phone charger even, just something as basic something, as that whatever yeah, absolutely <laughs> like that's just you're, exp- lear- yeah, you're, you're learning, learning through, through experience yeah right and and there's something to be said about being uncomfortable so I heard one time someone say, like, if you're if you have that nervous little feeling in your stomach mm. and you're uncomfortable, they're saying you know, one of their comments was, Dude, you know you're alive. Hmm. Because if you don't if nothing makes you nervous and nothing like people always say, Oh, I'm fearless, I'm fearless that's that's a lie. I get the I get the the fun aspect in saying something like that and being like a quote bad boy or whatever, but you're either you're dead inside, or you're you're not you're not challenging yourself. Sure, because the challenges come with that anxiety. Like, but you can be fearless in the approach. So I get that. But some people are taking like nothing scares me. You know what I'm saying? And that's a lie. Like I said, you're either yeah, that's emotionally built up so much wall that it can't get there, or you're not even challenging yourself. You're doing something that you know yeah. what the result is.
1: Like the other half of that, like you just saying that, just to like, oh, just I think like, that's, like, I think,
0: up. yeah, I think that's being scared. Okay, to say that you're scared, to say that just, you're fearless, I think is being scared. You're trying to convince okay. someone that yeah. you're not, you know scared. what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I might be totally wrong, but I, I feel that sometimes yeah. when I'm my most confidence, most confident, is I'm, I'm my most scared. Mm. You ever like about to fight or something like that, and you're like shaken, yeah. but you know you're about to like, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're about to throw down but like you're confident in yourself but there's some fear in that there's some weird like you're scared you're nervous cuz you don't know what the heck's going to happen cuz you know anything could happen yeah you know what i'm saying there's like something about it but at that same time when you when you go for it through it when you go through that fear there's like this ball of ice that breaks and shatters or whatever that is when you step to the net. you step it's like beating levels like a video game like you beat you know, level one or whatever level you're at at that point, level 32. Now you're going to level 33 with most of the stuff that took me to the next level in life was me almost laughing at myself. Like, dude, just do it. I, and I was totally because when I find myself totally scared of something, not scared as in like quivering, but like scared. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if this is the right thing I should do. Like there's a lot of stuff like just I don't think I can do it. But I do think I can do it, Mm. and every time I step forward into that, I grew like exponentially, and I took my life to the next
2: level. Like you sit back and be like, "Damn, I'm glad I did that," instead of falling back and just being scared. Like
0: there's times that I talk myself out of stuff. Mm. It goes back to the times that all of us talked ourselves out of something, Mm -hmm. and now that that little thing that you never did, it just sits in the back of your mind. And I tell myself all the time, I'm like, I'm not letting that stuff eat at my brain to to the grave I'm not yeah. doing that like either just don't think about it anymore and make that decision okay yeah. but if you know something keeps eating I, dang dude I wish I would've did X, Y, and Z, or I, I wish I would've got you know whatever something that you always wanted but you never mm-hmm. did or did or go somewhere that you always wanted I always wanted to visit whatever Hawaii or, free, or you know um, I don't know Bristol Borough um, <laughs> that's neat Good I don't know but you table. know what I mean yeah because
1: um, that has the opposite effect of eating away at your confidence, as opposed to building up when you actually, when you're proving to yourself that you can do something.
0: Exactly. Um, number five: utilize stress reduction techniques preemptively. Um, if you're dealing with uncertainty, you probably have stress in your body, even if it's not the forefront of your thoughts in this exact moment. Over time, the body stress affects blood pressure, blood sugar, muscle tension, cholesterol level breathing rate and every organ in your body. Incorporate stress reduction techniques into your day. Ideally meditation, even if just for five minutes, five to ten minutes daily, finding your center will help you feel better prepared to tackle whatever comes your way. I mean this is since the beginning of man kind of thing. It's a um, brainer. It's kind of yeah. You have religions that say prayer, you have people that say meditation, you have mm-hmm. it's it's really taking a step back reflecting thanking uh asking just a bunch of stuff however you take meditation you know and then you have the old school prayers meditation prayers prayer meditation um to be honest with you i think that's an individual to find out for themselves and Mm -hmm. and, and let it be whatever it is um that's on you but it's very important. There's a reason why it's so powerful in religions. There's a reason why, even if people aren't in a religion, they meditate. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, it works. Yeah. You know, obviously, there's something to it. But I don't I don't know if this is for... I just think it's like one of those things. You, we, we should all be doing it. I, beyond that, sure. that's on you. How you do it, when you do it, what you're doing when you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like... I think that's an individual thing, just like a diet. Like there's there's not a one pill that's gonna fix every single person. Just like learning. You learn different than you learn you learn different than I learn. You know what I'm saying? Like we all have we all that's why like the greatest, you know, pieces of advice is know yourself. Know how you operate and then you can approach life. You can't be approaching life. The problem is we're backwards. We're approaching life and letting things all smack us in the face and we don't even know who we are right how many situations right now that we can go back back 10 years ago and are all of us in our 20s right and say dang I, I would have did this different mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. now you know
1: yeah absolutely
0: um but it's based off of that reflection and thinking so then moving forward that same thing happens you're not you know what i'm saying like you're not going to you're not going to get played again yeah i, I mean whether that's finance finances whether that's relationships whatever it doesn't matter like you're learning from that, and if you keep running into that same problem, you didn't learn your lesson exactly, and life just keeps on smacking up inside your head
1: because you're just bound to repeat the same thing over and over right
0: and over. exactly you don't you're not changing your thought process like you ever you ever see like somebody who who people people find this to be like, oh it's because like the easiest example is like wealth like this kid. Is wealthy. Oh, he's wealthy and he manages money as well because his dad does. Or this kid's broke and is going to, you know, go for unemployment because his parents really always like feeding and milking off the government. And, but the same is true. That's like a very obvious answer or like observation but the same is true with like eating like if your parents are like overeaters you're gonna be overeater if your parents Mm -hmm. were like had some other eating disorder more than likely you're probably gonna pick up on that stuff you know what i'm saying like it's not just finances it's in everything same thing was like oh your dad was you know let's just say an abuser verbally more than likely that all that stuff's just sitting on the back of your mind Mm -hmm. that's that's how so you have to at one point if you don't like it or if you don't even recognize it like you have to change there. That's where it has to change. That's where the buck stops here kind of thing. Because you you can't also be the same person that complains about it. Sure. Exactly.
1: But yeah, you can't blame it on like oh this is how I grew up or how whatever it is and and you can't you can't, you can't acknowledge that there's a problem yes. there and not take steps to actually change it.
0: Right. Exactly. That's that's where it's at because people are like oh it's in my blood to be that oh oh I'd never change oh whatever <laughs> whatever, whatever they say that's whatever, whatever i said losing. my ways and type yeah I'm just stuck in my ways past. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have to it's kind of as the you know the way you said it was perfectly acknowledge it but that doesn't mean you have to accept it yes exactly you know what I'm saying like all right dang I didn't realize it was going like that but okay so this is what it is I'm doing this because of the... and not all the time is blaming like your parents are blaming whatever whatever thing it is that you dislike or you don't feel you should be, you know, continuing moving forward, that is when the acknowledgement comes and then the change also has to come. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that's when people change. Sure. Because you have to have the mental maturity to then to recognize that. Yes, yeah. absolutely.
2: You know what the I'm realization saying? of whatever. Yeah. Means,
0: yeah. Or and or the same thing goes for scratch everything I just said, but the same thing goes for if you, you know, your life experiences. If you know, here's, my, here's another one. If you know you stink at paying your bills on time, right? <clears throat> what have you done in the last year to then avoid that? Mm-hmm. But then you keep banging up your dang bank accounts, you know what I mean? Because you didn't learn it. That's a, that's a perfect little tiny example because most people bang up their bank accounts like when they first... Unless they didn't have, like, real crazy good guidance. But I feel like you have to mess up in that manner yeah. to understand and respect it later on down the road when your bank gets a little bit bigger.
1: Exactly. When you get all these, like, extra fees and all stuff, then you were like, oh, let me send a reminder. It's just
0: <laughs> yeah. I like, remember oh. yeah. right, Jack, my thing up. Luckily, I had, like, a student account. Yeah. I didn't realize what I was doing. There was, like, a minimum on my account or whatever, and mm. I just kept going below the minimum, and they'll charge me, like, another 10 bucks. Yeah. But oh with a, so yeah. a student account, a student account, there's no fees. Mm. But they're showing me and they're like, we're doing this so you learn. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That was like when me and my wife got our, uh, our new uh, alarm system for the house, they give you three days to try it out. Not to try it out, to get used to it, <laughs> yeah. really. To and
1: acclimate to it.
0: Yeah, to get out of it because it's new, it's different. Yeah. Right? Because it's a change. It's outside of your routine. Yes, Exactly. Do you not believe the first day my wife tripped the alarm and The cops came? Yes, they sent dispatchers <laughs> out. The first day. That was first actually day active. Yeah. First day active. I got an email at eleven o'clock says you are now active, Mr. Velez. Simple. Eleven oh one. Yeah. Eleven oh one. Kel's like Bing <laughs> Eleven o'clock and fifty eight seconds. And that's something. Um, but anyway, so number six says focus on what you can control. Oftentimes, we overlook the little things we can do to make life easier while obsessing about the big things we can't do. This reminds me of a little book called Don't Sweat the Small Things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so true. Well, I I say this now, moving forward. I start noticing now more than ever. People say it, but it's like everyone is the most important person to the world. So everything you do is like... Is, has a priority over most things. Okay. Generally, people have mature... I mean, I I believe people are mature enough to obviously, like, push that aside. But I feel like your natural DNA is to protect yourself. Sure. So who's most important? You. Yeah. Right? Everyone's favorite word in the world is their name. hmm So it's this whole thing where it's, you know, going back to when we were, whatever, cavemen, like, you had to protect yourself. Your head's on a swivel. You're moving around, blah, blah, blah. So, we've matured enough, we've developed more than obviously we care for. You know, you have people who are heroes, you have people who are parents, you have people who are real teachers, and they can set the tone, set the example, and truly do put people before them, Mm. right? Um, But that, but your still natural instinct Mm -hmm. is because it's in your DNA is to protect yourself. So, if you can, um, because
1: that's the one thing you can fully control is yourself. Yes.
0: And the thing that the the thing that like dr- drives me like fa- to the utmost fascination is when you hear survival stories of like you know um, concentration camps, sure. mm-hmm. like that that stuff fascinates me. And you read these books, and they're telling you that no one can control your mind. I didn't allow them to get because yeah. a lot of this stuff is well, mo- like you know, ninety percent of it's mental. Obviously, your your body has to stay alive. If you're not eating, and you're sure. getting abused, of course, right? Absolutely, but. A lot of it's mental. Like some, dude, some dudes in your face grilling you day in and day out, telling you you're nothing, telling you you're worthless, telling mm-hmm. you you're meaningless, telling you your family uh, it, it doesn't mean anything to the world, you know, mm. you were a big mistake. And someone's saying that to you every single day, right? And then running you to the ground, then not feeding you, and then like treating you poorly, not, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And you have the mental capacity to tell me that in your mind, you're saying they can't control me. The, whatever they're saying whatever they're saying doesn't phase me dude that's a real mm-hmm. G right there that's so that's like an old school like you can't phase me kind of thing no matter what you're trying to put me through no matter what control you think you have over me it's going to be limited and it obviously was it's clearly unfortunate but these people have passed mm-hmm. right the test of you know life Mm -hmm. and are survivors they have survived you know prisoners of war all the all these like uh, nelson mandela story like this these kinds of things fascinate me because it's like you know we we get locked up in a house if we're sick or we break a body part and we talk about cabin fever yeah exactly Mm -hmm. how funny is that for four days we're in the house four days we're locked (laughs) in our own house in the own comfort of our own home watching tv exactly and we lose our minds, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine the mental capacity you have to have to withstand, withstand yeah, torture and and yes. all these other things. Like, it's 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 just crazy. But um, number seven, the last one is practice mindfulness. When you obsess about a tomorrow, you can't control. You're too busy judging what hasn't happened yet to fully experience what's happening right now. Instead of noticing and appreciating. The beauty in the moment, you get trapped in a fear-driven thought cycle about the potential for discomfort down the line. Um, This one is absolutely huge. Uh, It's crazy when we do this all the time. I mean, think about kids, right? When it's like May or like the beginning of June, Mm -hmm. depending on where you are in the U.S., uh, schools let out a little bit. Earlier than others and oh you can't wait for the last day. You can't wait for the last day. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of rush. Or think about us, you know, as an adult and you have a vacation coming and you just rushing through the week. You just can't get through the week. Oh man, I can't just can't wait to go. Right. We are talking about earlier, Goose is going down to New Orleans uh later this week and we're talking about the ride and driving. Just you just wanna get there. You're just so anxious, you just wanna experience. Meanwhile, the journey like I was saying, the journey is part of part of the journey is the ride. Yeah. Like Making that fun is part of your overall experience. If you go in saying this is going to be miserable, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't then. Go. More than likely, it's probably going to be miserable. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because y- your your mind's kinda, already there. You're kinda, already in misery. You're kind of speaking yeah. that into existence.
1: Exactly before it even happens.
0: I'm not <laughs> saying like it's not yeah. going to be like the potential of it not being a, having a ball. Yeah, yeah, it's all there, mm-hmm. but it's still going back to you know the mental toughness of these survivors it's what are you making it though in your mind what are you making it because you're already you're in a negative mindset yeah but especially
1: if you if
2: you've never experienced it how are you giving it a negative mindset sure like i'm driving new orleans or oh, i'm driving to florida i've never driven to florida so how would i know you know what i mean or or, i just the thought probably like 18 hours you think of that big number right away you're like oh man what the heck did i get myself into yeah it's
0: expectations you had an experience and it stunk Go, driving down to the shore for two hours, <laughs> and now that's what you're associating. Right. With this oh, so this is gonna be longer. This is gonna be worse. Cause, yeah, because the other half of all this too is like we're talking about like uh, it can be
1: you're like you get anxious over like the unknown. You can have excitement over that too. Like oh, I'm doing something I
0: haven't done yes. before. Mm-hmm. Right. So well, the, that's that's what's fascinating about what you said. You know how you live your life. You're like however it comes, I'm yeah. going. You know what I mean? Like um, what what are those people called? What they just kind of like like a free spirit. Or, yes, a free spirit like somebody who's like a free spirit they just kind of like there's another word though there's yeah, like another term they just kind of go with whatever like they have mm-hmm. no plans mm-hmm. they right. have no nothing that's good i think that in itself is like a vacation sure. mm-hmm. but that in my mind also can only be temporary yeah, because no, living absolutely. like that is a disaster too it couldn't can turn into it quickly turn into a disaster sure. because without the structure there has to be some level of structure or you know completing a, a basically simple task will never get done. Mm-hmm. And I know people like that. I know people who literally live, you know, on a day-to-day basis however it goes, um and not thinking about the future. Well, the future hits you faster than you think. Mm-hmm. And here you are 10 years later yeah. still doing the same thing, never pursuing any of your goals, not pursuing any of your dreams, and you look around like what happened? So is is dealing with the unknown also a control issue?
1: I think it's the root of it for yeah. the most part. It's that like you, like we talked, like you can't you, you don't know what's gonna happen, so it's like that's that's the one that, that kind of drives that anxiety or whatever you want to call it yeah. like, that like makes you not want to do it, I
0: guess. But it but it also goes on like depending on how you see it, how you are saying it before, it could be exciting. Sure. I don't know what's going to happen, but let's we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just jump into it. Like that's that's my thing. Like once it comes to you hit the like I hit a point where I just keep thinking about thinking about thinking about drive right before I drive myself crazy, I'm like, "Screw it. That's it. Yeah. I don't care anymore." Definitely. Like I literally just drop everything. It's like, "Whatever. It is what it is." Cuz you work yourself up so much. Yeah, and and I'm like, like, "All right. Yeah. Cuz now it. I'm like, now I'm much over the top with yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> exactly. "I did care and I was supposed to, but now I'm just like, whatever. It is what it is." I know because I know how I prepare myself. I already know I prepared myself to the best of my ability and more than likely I'm going to be fine. But I'm also okay with laughing at myself. I learned to laugh at myself. And this is only as of recently, Mm. which is very – it was something that I wish I learned a long time ago because I wouldn't have been as stressed out. Because a lot of times you can't blame yourself, right? We talked about this like – I can't blame myself for being stuck in traffic for some dude who fell asleep behind the wheel and yeah, hit their freaking pole and whatever, right. whatever, and now I'm stuck in traffic, and now here I go. I, again, I can't control that. Yeah. That was something else that's, quote, out of my control, but the only thing I can control is my mind and how I approach this. Yeah, right. Right? That's like, and making things, instead of making things a crisis, have them be inconvenient. Yeah. So for example, like Dave Ramsey talks about this all the time, having like a thousand dollar, you know, uh like savings account while you're getting out of debt. And he's saying if you have this that thousand dollars, most things they did studies like most things that are emergencies that happen in your house or your car or whatever, are under a thousand bucks or yeah. within that range. Mm-hmm. Obviously there's bigger things that can happen. Sure. But just generally speaking, you're kind of taking a gamble on this, but more than likely you're covered. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, um, so knowing that, are you going to have like a more free spirit towards life or, and then when you get that flat tire and you got to get your car towed, there goes roughly 500 bucks. Mm. That's more an inconvenience hmm. and not a crisis. Sure. So the inconvenience is that, uh, I got to get my car towed. Now is going to eat through my, a little bit of my day. I'll get this fixed. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm. And then you go about your way. It's a crisis when you didn't, when you don't have the five hundred bucks, and now you're panicking, and then you don't have a backup car, and then you don't have nobody to pick you up. So there's a lot of things. So when it talks about, you know, being prepared, being prepared, I didn't know that was going to happen, but I had prepared money, or I had prepared situations, or you just kind of you're aware of what's going on. I'm like, oh, I know my neighbor is always home during the day between this time and this time, so if anything were to happen. Go to his house, blah blah blah, blah right? So it's just some weird like you got to work some things out. You're not, of course, gonna work everything out. Like it is what it is, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because then now you turned into one of the, one of these people who like think that everything bad is happening sure. to you in your life, and that everyone's out to get you, and it's just <laughs> people, people just like you don't people just don't think yourself. about you that much. Yeah, as yeah. much
1: yeah. as you would like, because as much as you're you're worried about. Everybody's against you. There are probably half people thinking the same thing same against thing. themselves. More than yeah. half.
0: Yeah. For sure. All right. So how do you deal with uncertainty and is fear normal? That's an interesting question.
1: Well, that kind of goes with what you were saying earlier. Like if you don't have any, some kind of like uncertainty, like like the, the nervousness or whatever it is that yeah. you don't have that then yet like there's there's something wrong with either like you said you're not going that, you're not pushing yourself far enough to yeah. have those those that type of feeling. So it has to be there in some form or another.
0: Right. So it has to be normal in some regard. If that makes sense. There's there's a lot with like pushing yourself. Mm. Because I again, I naturally selfish and I don't and people get mad when I say that but it's true like you think about yourself but that it's it's a natural thing. Like you can it could be the first thought that pops in your head and you can change it and then act differently. Mm-hmm. But mo- the person you're protecting most is yourself. I don't care what anybody says. It's literally in our DNA to do that. Yeah. Fight or flight. Yeah. So it's, it's like you, you're not challenging yourself enough. Mm-hmm. Like if there's no whatever. So like this one guy I heard on this, I forget what podcast it was, he was saying he realized that going after a financial goal for himself didn't motivate him at all and he Mm. he was trying to find out why because he liked nice stuff and he was making like you know a good a fair amount of money but to push it he couldn't figure out why he couldn't push it to the next level Mm. because in his mind like he made enough you know what i'm saying so he was getting what he he wants he
1: already had that contentment and that yeah it was like a contentment
0: and he was trying to take life to the next level and he couldn't figure out why Mm -hmm. so like he didn't want a boat but he had like a really nice two really nice cars, a really nice house, and you know, and, and family life's good. But he knew he had to take it to the next level because he felt himself getting comfortable. And he's like as soon as I know I get comfortable, that's it. Like I know I have to mm. something has to change. I need a challenge. So then he realized I guess it was like I don't know, he was at church and they're talking about like Solomon or something. Mm. And, um, there's, you know, they're saying like his wealth went for like his grandchildren's children, his grandchildren's children, like mm-hmm. just kept going. So I'm So he realized that he want, now he then was wanting to work enough, hard enough so that his kids, kids, that he can put his kids, kids through school hmm. and literally he turned wow. into a beast, like turned into like, to a big goal though to step up Boy. to another, another level. And that's mm-hmm.
1: taking it outside of yourself too. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's not and necessarily I think, all I want, I it's, think it's- that's where most of it, that's where most success comes from. So like you open up and people always think it's monetary. It's not monetary. It's the passion. Sure. So his, he's making more money, yes, but it's at a passion to provide for his grandchildren's sure. children. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like I want to start this company up here at a passion for literally changing lives. And I know what this product can do to change all these right. lives. The money will come eventually and it'll flood in, but that's not going to motivate. What's motivating me is like seeing the next smile on that kid sure. mm-hmm. or providing right. a shelter for someone who's homeless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's exciting. That's exhilarating. That's living, for me, a fulfilled it's life.
1: True. And then the the rewards that comes from that has the ability
0: it's to, gonna come. to impact right. more people on top of that. So that excitement, and it's, weir- and it's a weird way. Is that selfish? I don't know. But in a weird way, it's it's super fulfilling. It's, yeah. And it's there, there's something out of it. It's like everyone knows. Y'all know you all held a door for somebody. Y'all donated money to somebody, right? Y'all like bought somebody something you know they couldn't afford and you did it at, clearly, obviously, out of the kindness of your heart. But there's also that trade off, and we all know that. Sure. That once you do something, how good do you feel?
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And sometimes we know you're going to feel that good and that's the reason why you're doing it. That's what I'm saying. There's a difference. You're doing it for yourself, or you're doing it for your for your own reward, or you're doing it to actually help this person. Sure, there's a huge difference, and that's another conversation. What I'm saying is (laughs) that's where passion comes from. If you feel yourself genuinely excited for them and seeing like their change and you know healing their pain, totally different.
1: That's like an emotional reward, I guess, that goes with yeah. Whatever you want, I don't know how for sure.
0: But there's a there's a false chase after that. That some people have Where you're just get You're doing it Just because it makes you You know it makes you feel better There's also karma Dude I was reading up something With like the Cuban mob Or whatever And mm. they're talking about um, it's, it's based off A lot of it's based off of karma I guess I don't know So they know that They're getting their money uh, Illegally So their thing is Every time they see Their nieces and nephews They're giving them 50 bucks 50 bucks Because they're thinking It's you know That's karma So in turn Like they're oh, doing wow. something good Okay. Yeah, I'm return, taking money, but I'm, not, but I'm though, also, yeah. you know, giving money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So trying to mm-hmm. balance it out.
1: Yeah, well, that it, it, I mean, that's yeah. their
0: belief. They think that they're also making all this money because they're that kind of person. Hmm. That's interesting. And there's weird conversations the that can that happen crazy. into, you know, when you start talking about karma and the law of attraction. That's like a whole, obviously, a whole other thing. But they incorporate all that, and everyone should incorporate that to some level.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, at least you have an understanding of it, right? At least have an understanding of it, I should say. Of what, however you want to call it. Law of attraction, karma, yeah. whatever. Um, because it's, it works. It's life. It is the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you, get, you literally get what you put out, man. Yeah. The product of your life now is the, the result of what you did in the past. Have you entered into an unknown situation in front of your kids? and you're maybe totally vulnerable, but in some way maybe it was setting an example. I mean, this can happen to all of us. I I did. I definitely did with um, coaching T-ball. They mm-hmm. didn't know what the heck I was doing. I just went out there, and I knew I was going to look like – I felt that I was going to look like a knucklehead, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to look like a knucklehead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to prepare myself as best as I can and just go for it. But Kel knew. Like, James knew. Like, I was telling him, like – I never obviously I never did this before. They didn't have coaches and they needed a coach. So I entered into the unknown cuz I never experienced it in my life. And again, it's still it turned into one of those things, one of the best things I done. Hmm. But I would have, you know, all this negative self-talk. I'm like, "Dude, you don't know what the heck you're talking about. Sure. You don't know what you're doing. You're really going to deal with like a bunch of little toddlers like you, you don't know how, like you don't you didn't go to class to you know mm. teach and control kids like this in this manner mm. or whatever. That's I'm not saying that's what it takes. That's what the heck's going on in my head because this is the unknown. I don't know. Like I literally don't know. But i saying they don't know that you don't know. So but that but, right, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Thing. So that's I had to be shit. confident. So, yeah. yeah. So you gotta, to act like I knew what I was doing in the beginning enough so I could figure it out, and I believed in myself again. I'm like, all right, well, hold on. Played varsity baseball, you should at least put some things together. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. to some level. I've been playing baseball my whole life. So then you get over like the little basic stuff, and yeah, you stink basically. Like you're not good, but like you figure it out. And then you, if you're a fast learner, you pick it up, boom, 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 you have patterns. I'm all about patterns. I pick up, I find something that works. I put exactly. this, this, and that together. That works, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about streamlining stuff. Like this works. This person's really good at that. Let them do that. I'm not going to kill myself over building a schedule, sure. Mm-hmm. Because I that that gets me anxious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or just communication. You know what? I, it's just basic stuff. Once I had a template out to how I was communicating to the parents of these kids, all I did was copy paste, take out certain things, change the days, boom, 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 streamlined it, boom. Mm-hmm. The next thing and it looked beautiful every time. But you got to do that with life, though. Yeah. You got to figure it out. You're gonna look or feel like silly. But there's something to you know, just going through it and trying it. Yeah. And again, I went in laughing at myself. Right,
2: but that's the thing. I was like, so in your head, you've never done it. And this coach's head, like these, these parents' heads, they're like, ah, oh, he's a coach. He's not gonna be a coach if he didn't know what the heck he was doing. Yeah, like so they certified. right away. They, <laughs> yeah, they but they right away think that you know what you're doing and how you're handling it and what ended up happening at the end result is they kept calling the the, the all-star team yeah, or whatever it was like the
0: well no and (laughs) and it ended up being an awesome season whatever and it was very 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 successful but you you don't that's the thing like you don't know like in the back of my mind it's like I got to that point where you're saying like I worried about this enough I also prepared enough forget it let's just go let's see what happens Mm -hmm. wing it and just laugh at yourself yeah Cause it's hilarious. Cause you're gonna make you, sure. you're gonna mess up. Um, if you could face one fear, what would it be? Is there a situation? What about this? Is there a situation where you faced, you entered into the? Un- Is there a situation where the unknown in your mind was way bigger? Like your fear was so built up, and then when you actually did walked into the unknown, it was like literally nothing, and you were basically got worked up for no reason.
2: Yeah, for me it was uh, so my neighbor. He asked me if uh, if I knew anybody that installed car stereos and speakers and stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, I do that." Open my mouth, and it's like, "I've never done that." So I've done like house stereos, just like plugging the speakers to the house. Wait, I've never.
0: You have to reference. You have to uh, explain when this was.
2: Oh, I was thirteen years old. Yeah, I was gonna say. So I literally was. I was. I was thirteen years old so you you did you did house stereos I did house stereos and um i I just didn't know what I was getting myself into and then once I started hooking it up and like realizing like playing this like had like a diagram of the power and how to hook up like the wire like the power supply, the ground you know the negatives and all that stuff, I just went with it and when I was done it was easier than i expected it would it was going to be for some reason like i understood it yeah. but never done it before like that was the first time so i guess like the outcome was that it, it was actually easier like you said like you once it was done it wasn't that bad as how you stressed it out to be
0: yeah yeah and the same thing like i think the same thing happens like when you get like a new job or in a new position or something sometimes it is bad but you know most of the time well i guess with like your first job maybe i don't know i guess everyone does have different experiences but for me, my experience was, like, my first job am like, oh, you know, you get all worked up. And, yeah, there is, like, a beginning period where it's it's crazy because you got to learn all this new stuff. Sure. And you're, you know, changing things up. But then after a while, you find your groove. You find, like, your pace. You get that understanding of what the job entails. And then you're, like, wow, I was really, like, crazy worked up over this. Or with, with anything new, too. Like, everyone went through this with, like, talking to, you know... Someone you're interested in. Oh sure. You know what I mean. Everyone has like that crazy anxious, like oh man, she ain't, she ain't gonna be digging me, man. What, what am I doing? There? <laughs> like you have all this like. Stu- it's true though. Like you have all like this fear. You're scared. Like sure. all this like things, and for the most part, it's not as bad as we make it out in sure. our heads. It's funny that kind of stuff's like innocent though too. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but th- that still goes back onto the what ifs. Like you definitely don't want to like a good like tool to fight, to use to fight the fear is the what ifs. Like, what if you don't, you never find out? Or what if you, you know, that you never did it and now you're literally going to the grave with it? I'm not saying a relationship, like anything, starting a new business or whatever. Um, I don't know. It's uh, Fear is an interesting thing. Obviously, the unknown um, is an interesting thing because, Mm -hmm. again, us being humans, we're literally built to protect. And if you don't know what you're protecting yourself from, sure that's what it that's crazy yeah. like we just say it like that that's nuts hmm. like i gotta protect myself i don't know what i don't know what it happening. just sounds like you're an idiot you know what i'm saying yeah. like it sounds so dumb mm-hmm. but we do it <laughs> you know what i'm saying sounds it's like this weird old. thing of pre- preparation though because you're the same dude who can get clowned like you walked into that without preparation like you're a moron you went to the, into the GMATs and studied to try to get into a school and you never even opened up like a review book or anything. Or you didn't even know what was on the test mm-hmm. or the format of the test. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd be scared, but I did the same thing. I know I studied. Mm-hmm. I know I know what to expect to, to some level, but you're scared because you don't know what the result is going to be. That's the unknown. So mm-hmm. there's, a, there's an unknown, but there's a known. I don't know. It's weird. So you know kind of what you're doing, but you don't know what the result's going sure. to be. Um All right, so there you have it, folks. The Unknown Wrap the episode up with two quotes. The first one is by Aldous Huxley. There are things known and there are things unknown. And in between are the doors of perception. And the last one is by Tom Hanks. A hero is somebody who voluntarily walks into the unknown. (laughs) All right, there you have it, folks, the unknown. In this episode, the crew talks about their experiences in dealing with the unknown. We cover topics that range from the overall confidence needed, uncertainty, stress, planning, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Aldous Huxley and Tom Hanks. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website